Blessings fans. What's going on, everybody? Hi, everybody. It's me, Essen. And Leonard. And we're back with another episode of Love, Love and Honor. Honor. So, what up? What's going on? How y'all doing? We hope you are blessed and favored. Mm-hmm. And if you're going through anything that you are looking to God, because that's where our help comes from. Yeah. So, it's a new day. It's a new dawn. And I'm feeling good. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so today we're going to be talking about love. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So in honor, (laughs) yes, love and honor, and honor. We're going to be talking about love. Okay. So um, um, the title for today is going to be the act of love. Okay. All right. The act of love. Yeah, I think that people today, as a Christ follower, okay, let me put that out there, um. It's easy. Well, we we have the representation before us of what love is, right? Mm-hmm. And um, in this world, it's easy to be caught up in what everybody, you know, like everybody, everything is attached to the word love. Yeah. And so everybody, when, a lot of times when I hear what love is, it's people express it as a feeling. Mm-hmm. And they allow that feeling to drive them to make decisions. Yeah. yeah. And that's according to like if you're a follower of the word of god that's not what love is you know what really grinds my gears what <laughs> well it don't really grind my gears but i don't necessarily like the concept of falling in love mm. like the whole idea that like this like you just boom i'm in love like it's just weird to me because if you fall in love that means you can fall out of love and I okay think that, lauren huh that's not don't, you don't say that in the song okay Maybe you right. Go. Here you go. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Keep going. No, that, that was really it. It's like the whole concept is just strange. Like falling in love, like as if it's just happenstance. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that goes back to the whole idea of the feeling because you can fall into a situation where you feel like it's love, but then when something happens, you don't feel that same way. Well, you're not in love anymore. Yeah, I hear you. And I think that's where people be getting tripped up. You know, like in their relationships, it's because they feel that I feel that I'm in love. And so because of that, X, Y, and Z is warranted. My commitment is warranted. All these other things are warranted. But as Mm -hmm. soon as I don't feel that I love you anymore, what's the point? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then then people are quick to give up because they don't have that feeling. But our feelings should never lead us, Mm -mm. right? Mm -mm. Like love is, there's so many things that love is, first of all. God is love. Yes. And he represents what love is. And that's like the picture of love. Of course, there's so many different um, types of love, according to the word of God, the Bible. Um, But God is that unconditional love, Mm -hmm. Um, sending his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins so that we can have eternal life with God. Christ is love, Um, him dying on the cross so that we can have a relationship with God, a sinless sacrifice, Mm -hmm. the perfect one who um, gave his life to represent all of us, like for us, he was that sacrifice. And so that's like what love is. And that's action, right? That's not just a feeling. It's the total opposite of a feeling. Cause I'm pretty sure he didn't feel like going to that cross. No, I'm pretty sure he didn't feel like carrying that cross for miles and miles. Just like, when I'm in, when we're in our, when you're in a marital relationship, you don't feel like apologizing, um, whether you felt like you did something wrong or not. You don't feel like, um, 
giving into the things that you may want sometimes for your spouse or your family, but it's a choice. It's mm-hmm. a choice that we make. Um, I don't feel like letting go of my desires for the greater good of mm-hmm. the family. You know what I mean? But love is an action. And I believe if we would start believing it's an action more than just our, an emotion or a feeling, then maybe people would possibly stay married longer. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying there aren't things that come into relationships that, you know, cause issues, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this is it, but I'm saying like when you're willing to make a choice, love is a choice. Mm-hmm. Love is an action. Love is more than a feeling. Mm-hmm. It can, it's a lot, is a lot of the times it's classified as a feeling, but I think that that's not, love is more yeah. than just something you feel and feelings wear off and they come and go. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're not supposed to be led by our emotions. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, I think that, um, um, when it, when it comes to love, mm-hmm. you know, it's not really glamorous to say, um, that love is a commitment. Like it's a, it's a, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty and glamorous to say, you know, you make me feel this kind of way. Are you, uh, when I'm around you, you get butterflies in my stomach, which is all cool. That's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if, if I sit here and told essence that I love you because I choose to, that don't sound that sexy. It, to me, well, to well, you, cause no, you, no. cause you understand it. Yeah, no, I'm saying to me, it doesn't, but it does like you choose to, it's a choice. That's awesome. Yeah. Knowing that you're choosing your spouse, you know, every day mm-hmm. that's, that's, I like that. Yeah. If you really think about it, it's an awesome thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like, if you just say that to the, to a common everyday person, they, they wouldn't understand it because they want to, they want that fairy tale. Yeah. That's, and, and that's, that's what's done it. Disney's fault. <laughs> that's what it's those fairy tales. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's, that's true. When you think about love and you know that it's a choice rather than a feeling, when you're saying it's a feeling, I feel that it's like you saying you don't like when people say they fall because it's like, I have no choice in the matter. Mm -hmm. It's something that happened to me. Right. You know? Um, And then that goes into people who are like, oh, well, I fell in love with this person and now I got to leave my family because I fell in love with this person. Mm -hmm. You actually chose to leave your family and be with that person. Mm -hmm. And I'm not promoting people being miserable and all this other kind of stuff. However, um, if we look at what love is, according to the word of God, if you look in first Corinthians 13, and I'm going to read it, let's start with verse four. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. This is saying that love is something that lasts Mm -hmm. eternally eternity throughout eternity like this is something that's ongoing god's love god made a choice to create us and he made a way for us to have a relationship with him even in spite of us and our sins he sent his son to die on the cross for us and like that is sacrifice that is a choice that's a model of what love is yeah and what's crazy about it is he did all that even though he knew we were wrong yeah. Like, could you imagine that in your marriage? Like your wife or your husband, um, because this is what we're talking about in marriage, uh, your wife or your husband does something that's stupid and is really irritable and it has really made you mad. But instead of giving it to them, you love them. 
And you make that choice you make to that forgive choice. them. Even though they're wrong. of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's, if we look at how God is with us and model that in our relationships, man. Mm-hmm. Because God is the only one perfect. He's the only one who deserves the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And yet because of his love for us and his love for his creation, he still gives us the best. Think about your love for your children. Like that's, you know, what I feel for my children is unconditional love. Like regardless of how you act, regardless of what you do, whether I'm pleased with your behavior or not, I love you and I'm going to love you and I'm going to have your back. That don't mean I'm not going to correct you because God, he definitely corrects us. Right. Sure and there, there are consequent, there are just, there are um, consequences to our actions, whether we're right or wrong, they're good consequences in our, you know, feelings of it or bad ones. Um, and God, and that those are measures that are taken because correction is needed and he loves us unconditionally. And so he forgives us and he gives us chances. And that's how we are with our family. That's how we are with our children. But sometimes when it comes to our spouse, people sometimes feel that they don't deserve that same type of love or they don't deserve that same type of forgiveness or deserve that same type of, you know, um, we, you know, when I think about it, I think when I'm thinking about like forgiveness and stuff, like we know we're supposed to, even though we get mad at people and what they do to us, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Right. But then we have to think of who we are and how we are. And for some reason, it's so easy for us to want mercy and grace when it comes to us. But when it comes to other people, we may not be so forgiving. Mm-hmm. Right. So gracious. So merciful. Because They knew what they did. They know what <laughs> they did. And how could they do that for, toward me? You know what but, I think it is when it comes to that? I think it's a matter of intent because we, when we do it, we know our intentions weren't to to do that. Yeah. Right. But when they do it, it don't matter what the intentions were. It happened. Yeah. I think that we don't always go out of our way to see mm-hmm. that their intentions may not be as obvious as they seem from whatever it is that happened. If we could pass on the grace that we want from God mm-hmm. and be merciful the way that God is merciful towards us, um, we could operate in love. Yeah. And I think that goes back to the scripture you said. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about the things that it was saying love is and love is not. And I was going to ask you what your favorite one of that was. Mm-hmm. And but it sounds like I might know it because you, everything you said since you've read that mm-hmm. has hit on this in the irritable part. Because when your spouse does something and they're irritating to not be irritable because of it, that that's love. And like a lot of the stuff you were saying has to do with that. So I think people are we all we often um put how we feel before you know the other individual Mm -hmm. like as if it's it's more important um our feelings but that individual is a whole nother being with their own feelings as well and just how i may be mad or not wanting to forgive you you also have emotions and feelings etc So if I'm always feeling like my way is right, and if you're outside of that, you're wrong. And if you felt that way, how could we build on, how could this union work, Mm -hmm. right? Because we're not one, we are two separate. We're not even working together, right? Mm -hmm. But God takes out of the equation, the feelings of it all. Mm -hmm. And he loves us because he's a faithful God who loves us. Like he chose to. He chose to. He chose to create us. He he's consistent. Mm-hmm. That to, was my to be prayer. honest with you. Go ahead. That was it. my prayer earlier today. It was like, man, Lord, you're just so consistent. 
Help me to be more consistent. Help me to be like that. Help me demonstrate your characteristics and to be consistent, not like, what were you going to say? No, it's just when you said, um, we're talking about how God loves us and and it's because he's he's chosen to. Mm -hmm. It's, It's just amazing because like, we don't deserve it. No. You know what I mean? Like, Of course not. He chose to. Yeah. Like, I, it's a song uh, that they sing in, in the church. It says, he sees the depths of my heart and he loves me the same. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about you, he knows. Yeah. And he still loves you. Yeah. Those secrets that you got in your heart, he knows it. And we're so grateful. You know, when you have a revelation of God's love for you, you're so grateful grateful <laughs> you're so grateful but then when the roles are reversed and it's our turn to love others that way mm-hmm. we're in the wrong if we're not giving that same grace to others as christ is giving to given yeah. to us yeah and it's crazy because it's so easy to be quick to like anger or quick to be mad at somebody else or quick to not demonstrate god's love mm-hmm. you know what i mean but we want it yeah. so badly and that's why if we would love the way that christ loved us and how we desire to be loved this world would be such a different place yeah and i wonder if it's because sometimes we take uh we take god's love for granted we do because it's always there mm-hmm. like there's never been a point in our lives where god has not loved us yeah and because of that it's just it's just there so we don't really even think about that when it comes to loving someone else because like what is there to think about it's just always just what it is yeah it's like you know how, um, have you ever heard the example of faith and then people represent like re- they uh, reference a chair, how you'll just sit in the chair. Mm-hmm. You have faith that it's just going to work. We have that kind of faith in God's love for mm-hmm. people who know that God loves them and accepts the love and believes it. Yeah. Um, you just know that it's there, yeah. right? That God loves you. But in that same token, like how dare us? take that love for granted when it comes for other people, because us representing God's love is loving God. Mm. You know what I mean? How dare us think that we're worthy of it, but our spouse isn't or someone else's. And I think sometimes we get caught up in, you know, we get so comfortable and I think it's a good thing, but then it can also be a trap. Mm-hmm. Um, we get so comfortable with our spouse that we're like, Oh, they're going to be there. Like I love you in a way that, I feel like I can be 100, I could be 200% with you. I can be honest. I can say things that aren't even favorable. And I can just be as real as possible. And I know that you love me. Like, I know that it's, I'm, I'm that comfortable with you mm-hmm. to just be me and just share my deepest secrets and darkest, whatever, and my feelings and the things that I'm trusting God for or whatever. And the, you know, like when I'm down and not feeling like whatever, like I, I can talk to you about it and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like me accepting that. I believe that you love me mm-hmm. to be able to be that vulnerable with you. Yeah. And that's how we should be with God. And I believe I can be vulnerable with God and God already knows. And I feel like, you know, with you, that's how, I feel like I can be vulnerable. I don't have to worry about, you know, I mean, I don't want to ever take you for granted. Like for me to ever be like, well, he's always going to be there. I can just treat him any kind of way. Like I want to love you in my actions and my words, which of course I'm not perfect. And that's why we need God. But um, I think that that's how we need to, you know, and I have a long way to go still, but that's how we need to operate is um, I love you. And I'm honest and whole and 
and completely real with you. Mm -hmm. And when you do something that hurts me, I can still tell you, but there's things that I can go without because you're more important than that because I'm choosing to love you Mm -hmm. um, unconditionally. I get it. Yeah. And I think it's uh, because like, and that's not to say that when you have something to say to me um, because something's going on that I always like what's being said. I don't but, always like what God says to me. Correct. And mm-hmm. but we both know and you know that and God knows. We all know that no matter what's said amongst us, it, we love each other. Right. And God loves us. So it is what it is. I like, feel like the people that love you the most are honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like completely. They're not your yes men. Like think I mean, I'm not and I tell you this, Leonard, and I tell I tell the kids this, even though they're like four and two. Like, no matter what I tell you, I'm always I love you. So it's coming from a place of love. Don't ever think I'm just saying something to just like be mean because that's never my intent. So even if I say something that's not favorable to hear, I'm team, like I'm on your team Mm -hmm. and I don't want you to be in this world looking foolish because if the people closest to you and that love you the most aren't going to be real with you, who are you going to expect to have your back and be real with you? And I just think that God gives us the heart. He gives us the real. He gives us the truth. I'm not saying be disrespectful in the way that you're delivering the message or anything. And of course, there's times that I need to work on that. However, I believe that your the people who love you are the ones who are being real with you. And it even um, makes me think of um, in passage where it tells us discipline, um, spoil the child. If you don't spare the rod, spoil the child. If you're not disciplining your children, you don't love them. That's important. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you anything about the way that you should parent. However, the word of God is promoting us disciplining because that's an act of love, correcting, mm-hmm. correcting someone who's doing something that's causing you to fall or could you could it could hurt you down the line or it needs to be corrected. Like with our mm-hmm. children, I can't let honor jump off the top of the stairs down because he'll get hurt. I have to correct him because I love him and I want the best for him. Um, You know, there's just different examples or different things. That's not like the only one, but you're in the text. uh, God chastises those who he loves. Right. And we're supposed to do we're images of him. (laughs) And sometimes I think, or a lot of the times I think that people think that when they're being corrected, instead of them being like, man, Lord, you really love me to take the time out to correct me. They think like God hates me or what kind of God is that? Because mm-hmm. he's not allowing me to do everything that I want to do. Yeah. But he wouldn't be a loving God if he did. Yeah. If he if he had you go out and just be wild and do whatever, mm-hmm. that wouldn't even that's not even true to his word. Yeah. There's like conditions and requirements in love. Regardless of what anyone feels or says about it, if you're looking at the word of God, love is patient. And I feel like when you in a marital relationship with your spouse it will teach you patience if you don't have it. And when you're a parent with your children, it'll definitely teach you patience. See, God is already patient because we do, we mess up all the time. And that's one way I believe that he is able to just love us through and forgive us and everything is because he's super patient with us. It takes our whole life to sometimes get it right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it says, love does not envy or boast. You know how people are married and they're in these competitions or they're in Mm -hmm. friendships and they're being competitive with each other. It's like, I don't want you to win or you can't win without me one-upping you or being better than you. How is that love? If I don't want the best for you, even if that means doing better than me, like that's something else. That's like, I can only conditionally kind of love you if you're doing 
what I think you should be doing or accomplishes what accomplishing what I think you should accomplish. Yeah, yeah that's limited love. And that's not love. Mm-hmm. We're using the word loosely, but there's multiple de- de- definitions of what love is. Okay. And then um, it's not arrogant. How would that be an example of love think, not being arrogant? Like. Don't take it for granted. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's true. But also like uh, if, if you're in an argument or something like that and you, and you know, you're right. And you, and you just showing that you right. Like that's, it's an arrogance with that because it's not always about being right or wrong. Right. Uh, it's about making it right. That's great. Because there's times when God is like, he knows we're wrong. Mm-hmm. Every time we're wrong, he knows. We're wrong. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He knows we're wrong, yeah. but yeah, that's true. Yeah. He knows we're wrong and he still just loves us through. Mm-hmm. He still lets us mess up and do our thing. And then when we mess up and hurt ourselves, because that's what happens when we don't listen to God. There's consequences. There's consequences, mm-hmm. but he's always there to pick us up. Yeah. An arrogant God would be like, look, I told you so. And that's the end of that. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that God's, you know, that there's going to be a time where you'll stand before the Lord and he's going to be like, I told you and you were supposed to do X, Y, and Z and you did none of this. And then you have to, you know, each of us has to stand before the Lord. So it's not like he's, his love is, um, his love is the kind of love that disciplines and corrects. So don't think that you can do whatever you want and get away with it. And because he loves you, he's going to just let it slide because in his word, we learn that, you know, love is all these things, but I've never seen anywhere in this is that love is going to let you get away with everything because God is, he'll correct you and he's preparing you for eternal life. And if you choose not to, if you decide to not choose Christ, that's a choice. If you decide to not make a decision, that's a choice as well. And I would hate for anyone to have to stand before the Lord in judgment and not be able to enter into his gates because of decisions, you know, because of lack thereof, because like I said, that's a choice, but God's God is love. And um, it says it's not rude. You know, people, there are people who say they love God and they follow Christ and they're rude. They are mean. Mm -hmm. They're part of the mean team, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's not God. Um, That's not a characteristic of Christ. Even to God still, Jesus still answered questions to um, the Sadducees and Pharisees, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, they were being smart and he was like probably frustrated with them. Um, for, you know, how they were, um, asking how they were not, they were vipers, broods of vipers, because they weren't even like really trying to feel, they weren't feeling him or trying to follow him or anything. They were doing things. He still answered. He wasn't being like, you know, he was kind of harsh with his answers, but I mean, still, he was still, he wasn't rude in his behavior. Um, what else? It does not insist on its own way. Mm -hmm. It is not irritable or resentful that's a big one that's it a does huge not insist on his own way because i know i'd be wanting my way my my kids we definitely all, want theirs we all want our way we all want you know that saying um oh you just want your cake and eat it too what else are you gonna do with cake yes i want it and i want to eat it mm-hmm. you know what i mean but there's times we can't have things our way all the time yeah because it, it doesn't say it doesn't uh want, want things their right way right because Everyone wants things their way, but it doesn't insist on it. In other words, just because I want this my way, well, there's a way you want it. So I'm not going to just insist on my way. And I think that uh, it's it's a compromise that, that will take place here in love. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, a good marriage is a marriage where the spouses try to outlove one another. Yeah. Right? But explain what that means. It means I'm going to be as selfless as possible toward you. 
And if you're as selfless as possible toward me, then how, what are we going to argue about? Yeah. How are we arguing if we're both selfless toward each other? Yeah. And nobody's perfect, but that's why we have to, that's a practice, right? Mm -hmm. We have to continuously try because we all fall short. Guilty. Guilty. So, but yeah, um, it doesn't insist on its own way. And I know that people get so frustrated when things aren't going the way. Cause I mean, I'm guilty of this in the past and present and probably, and I'm sure future, but insisting on, you know, having things my way, I, but I do my best and I always, you know, try to pray and ask God to help me in those areas. But, um, it's not about me. And I think if we prioritize the most important, which is the found, uh, the relationship built on a foundation of Christ and focus on your family and your spouse, it's not just you. It's not just what you want. There's things that Leonard brings to the table that I don't even see his way um, I'll see it my way. And then he'll bring in, I'm like, wow, like that makes so much sense. Are you all right? Or you know what I mean? Like it, it changes perspective, but if it was just me, that's why we're a family. We're a unit. We work together is because like, you can't just, everything can't just be about you. You know, like, um, earlier on in the marriage, it was like, man, why can't, or when we were dating, it would be like, why isn't he doing this this way? Or why? Like, I don't understand. Like he should just, but that's according to essence and I'm not God. And God had to correct me in that. And he had to be like, essence, let me be God. Okay. This is not what I have for him to do. Although it sounds good in your view for this, you know, to happen this way, like I'm working things out with him and this is the route that I need him to go on. Mm -hmm. You know, like I see it from essence's perspective and essence's point of view and, and Leonard sees things from his, but he, I have to trust God that God knows what he's doing and yeah. just how God is doing a work in me. God's doing a work in him and a work in us as a family. And so we have to know that God is in control. I had to believe that about our children, mm -hmm. right? Like I can't, I, you know, we pray over our children, but it's like, ultimately they're yours before they're mine. And I'm stewarding over them in this season of life. And I have to be able to say, God, they're yours before they're mine. And so I, I trust that you're going to cover them and protect them no matter what the situation is. That doesn't mean, you know, things don't bother me, but I'm saying I give it to God. Yeah. And uh, to your point, God created me to be who I am, right? Just as he created you to be who you are. Mm -hmm. And he put us together. Now, if God would have put you with someone just like you, you can only go as far as you can go. Right. And if God right. would have put me with someone just like me, well, I can only go as far. But when he put us together with you being you and me being me, mm -hmm. that allows us to go further and have a better understanding of things and yeah. be able to do things better. So. Yeah, that's good. That's true. Okay. It says it is not irritable or resentful. Irritable or resentful. So in those moments where your spouse is irritating you, because I know I irritate him. What? In those Say moments, so. that is not love. <laughs> You hear me? That is not. I don't keep any records of those wrongs. He still be crazy irritated with me, but it's all good. It's like it's you know me too. But anyway, um, it does not. It's it says or resentful mm -hmm. or resentful. Um, it does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. So love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. So if you are feeling, if you're operating in your feelings. And then it says love never ends. Um, if you're operating in your feelings, feelings, they come and go. You have your highs and your lows. Think about it. Um, people who experience depression or um, just emotions in general, they are up and they're down. They're peaks and there's valleys. You feel mm -hmm. good. Then you're not. You're happy. Then you're sad. You're angry. You're everything. You know, mm -hmm. like you experience it's a roller it all. Coaster. It is a roller coaster. And life, 
the things that happen in life can influence how we feel. Mm -hmm. So if you let those feelings dictate your love, you're going to be continuously jumping in and out of relationships, Mm -hmm. continuously um, having moments of happiness, having highs and lows. We all have highs and lows, but we can't allow our emotions to dictate how we move and what we do. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if we allow the, emotions, um, our feelings to drive us, we will be like, where will we be? We get further along when we um, operate in with the canvas mm-hmm. of the characteristics of Christ, right? In, in love, operate in love, making the choice, choosing to love, choosing yeah. to forgive, choosing to be gracious, choosing to have, to, um, have mercy instead of, you know what? I'm not feeling you. Therefore mm-hmm. it's done. You made me mad. I'm not happy right now. So I'm just going to leave you because emotions because mm-hmm. I'm not happy right now. But yesterday I was full. I was so happy, mm-hmm. but today I'm feeling some kind of way. So I'm just, we're, we're going to end this. Like we can't be led by our emotions because our emotions will have us all over the place. Yep. That's why uh, that love that we're talking about, that unconditional love, that God love, that agape love mm-hmm. uh, that Jesus has for us. That's the love that we build is on as the foundation of the love for our, our relationship. So that right. way, when those feelings do come, because they do come and go feelings, um, and you're weighed from side to side because you're built on a strong foundation of love and what love truly means. Then no matter what feelings come, you know where you stand. Yeah, that's true. So the topic of our discussion today is the act of love. And in that, It's just letting you know and talking about how love is not an emotion. I think the world gives it like, oh, I love him. I feel the butterflies. There's been studies and I can't quote it. So I guess I shouldn't share it. So take this with a grain of salt. Take it lightly. How about that? Um, That have shown that your feelings like that, that honeymoon feeling wears off. You have to make a choice. That, that was the study. It says that wears off. I can't tell you how long it um, wears off in, but it's like a time frame. And that's why um, you also hear people say you need when you date people, you should date them throughout different seasons, like to know how they are when they have hard times, how they are when they have good times, how they are when they're happy, how they are when they're frustrated and mm-hmm. mad, you know, like you should see those the different seasons of them mm-hmm. and how they are to see if that's what, you know, something that you're. If you want to make the choice to love that person. Yeah. But then when you're in, like, go all in. Yeah. Love them in spite of them making you mad or getting on your nerves. They chew a certain way. And so now I don't want to be married to them anymore because I can't take this for the rest of my life. Pray about it. God can make it a Mm non-issue, you know? Um, But we have to be willing to choose and then make that commitment and then be consistent with it. Exactly. And we're not people, us people in general, we're not always all in. We want that. We have, we, we love the idea of marriage. We love the idea of being with somebody, but we're not willing to do the work. There's a show. Um, I haven't really watched it in a while, but I used to watch it all the time. Um, married at first sight really liked, I used to like that show, but it was a lot of just chaos because in the beginning, when the show first started, I feel like the people that were getting married, they like were in it because they wanted it. And then over time, it was more so like they were treating it like a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. Mm-hmm. Marriage is not a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. Mm-mm. I think it's important to still date your spouse and do all that stuff, which me and Leonard need to do more of. It's your turn. You had a plan. Okay. Which we need to do more of. However, 
it's like they're in it, but they're halfway in it. They're like, mm, we're going to get a, you know, we have an option to get a divorce. And everybody has an option to get a divorce, period. Like, I'm not, I'm not for divorce. You know, I'm not now I'm not talking about nobody's situation, all that other kind of stuff, because I'm not in it. I'm speaking in general. Um, people, you have your own life and you do whatever you want to do. That's not, you know, what I'm, I'm not even going there. But what I am saying is, is like, they go into this and they're just like, oh, we could get a divorce. Oh, we can get rid of, we can just not be married. So it's like, they're just in it. And they're saying like, hmm, do I like how you're behaving? Are you getting on my nerves? It's like superficial. Yeah. Like they don't even have a long-term mindset. They say that until they have to actually put in work and do it. And then they're over it. Right. Marriage takes work. It is not something that you see. And like Leonard said, those fairy tales, those fairy tales got it twisted. They have you over there all messed up thinking you're just supposed to ride off in the sunset and live happily ever after mm-hmm. the best marriages, good marriage, long-term marriage, successful marriage that takes work. Exactly. That it takes, takes work and it takes love. It takes the choice to be committed and a choice to love. It takes that choice to, for the action, for the dying to self, meaning not getting my way all the time, but, you know, sometimes saying like, you know, this is what you want, or this is what would be best for the family in spite of maybe how I may, you know, feel this way or whatever and giving into that at times. Like it's, it's dying to self. It's not, I don't feel it's hard. But, you know, it does take work. Mm -hmm. It's not something that just you just feel you're just feeling like I love you because this is how I feel. I feel so happy. I feel butterflies. So as long as I'm feeling this way, let's stay together. But then when I'm not, let's not like over time. What? That's a really selfish way to think of things, too, because Mm -hmm. as long as I'm feeling this and and I have this. What about what about me? Right. Like what, what I, I want to feel something too. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. you got you got to think about that because if you're just being a, a selfish person and you're worrying about how you feel, then it's a it's probably a really good chance your spouse isn't feeling that. If it's all about you. I agree. And when um when you were talking it made me think when we were in leadership for the 2B1 marriage ministry, um the moral of the story would usually be what can you do differently? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So then you're constantly in that sense, you're constantly looking at yourself. So instead of being selfish, you're being selfless in your marriage. And let me tell you, with that mindset and when we would be pouring into people and the the other leaders would pour into individuals and we would talk to individuals about like marriage and their relationship, when they started adopting a selfless mindset instead of a selfish mindset, um, a selfish yeah mindset, when they were looking at other people like they're doing this they're doing that wrong. They're like, this is so irritating them, them, them. Mm -hmm. And instead they would turn the focus on them. Like, okay, what could I do differently? Okay. This is really bothering me. Let me lay it before the Lord. Lord, what can I do differently? Lord, how can I be an effective wife or spouse? How can I, my, my spouse doesn't seem loving. They don't, they're not doing X, Y, and Z, or they're not doing this. So what can I do? Tell me my part in this. Am I doing something where they don't feel appreciated so they're behaving this way or like what can I do differently? And when the relationships would turn the focus on themselves and become more selfless in their um in the journey, then marriages were restored. Yeah. 
people who were getting divorced would be turning around and no longer be getting divorced because they looked at things differently. And then when you're, when you're being more selfless, God does something within you to where things that bothered you before don't bother you. Because instead of focusing on all the things that they're doing wrong, you're focusing on yourself and you're focusing on what God has called you to do. You're focusing on the, what the word of God tells you to do in your relationship. And then like all those other things that bother you before, even if they're still happening, it may not bother you anymore. And because of how you're behaving and, and how you're loving your spouse, sometimes it, it influences their behavior and they don't even react. A, they don't react or do some of those things that they used to do. And then it changes your outlook on your relationship. When you're praying together or praying for each other, when you're in your word and you're modeling what God is saying, do God honors those things. And so we got to trust God in everything. Like we don't give them bits and pieces. I mean, I've been guilty of that too. Like giving God here, Lord handle this, but I'll, I'll keep on, I'll keep this. Give them your marriage. So you have anything to add, boo? No, I think that was good. All right. Well, we're talking about the act of love yeah. and how love is an action word. Do it, it is do it. Just do it. Love, go love, <laughs> go love. Okay. Go love. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe I'll turn the, change it to that. Go Go love. love. Boom. Boom. All right. So you guys go love, love your spouse, love your family, love your, um, friends, Mm -hmm. love strangers, love yourself, love yourself, forgive yourself, be gracious and merciful to yourself. Yeah. God will forgive you, but you need to forgive yourself too. That's a whole nother thing about loving yourself unconditionally. Man. We're not touching that right now. We're not, but that's, <laughs> I was thinking like, mm, that's a good topic. Yeah. All right. You guys have a wonderfully blessed rest of the week. Um, we pray blessings over you. We pray that you're able to love others um, as Christ loves us. And I pray that like, if you're harboring unforgiveness or anger towards your spouse or your family or your friends, that God really pours into you and allows you to instead focus on like your part and forgiveness is beyond just them. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a you thing, right? We can't expect forgiveness from God and, and not forgive. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Um, I'm not justifying anything that anyone's ever done, but like if somebody did something to you and it was super wrong and super low and grimy or whatever, I'm not justifying that. But what I am saying is, is you can't expect forgiveness from God if you don't forgive. If you're holding on to um, unforgiveness in your heart, it hurts you and it hurts your relationship with God. So we're talking about love, but sometimes that's a hindrance to loving. So go do love, you know, go, go love. love others, go represent God and go do what he's called you to do. And so remember, love is an action word. Love is not. Yeah, it's not just a feeling. So like share subscribe press the notifications mm-hmm. anything else i miss boo comment no. yeah comment nobody be commenting it's okay i mean if you don't have anything to say but you could say hi yeah all right we love y'all you guys stay blessed have a wonderfully blessed week take care <laughs>